You're listening to the Smart Nonprofit Masterclass with me, Jose Gomez, founder and CEO of nonprofitwebsites.com and NetMinistry. If you're a leader in a nonprofit organization who wants to reach more donors, volunteers, members, supporters, and the community that you're serving using the power of the internet, then I'm already waiting for you in today's episode. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. I am so super excited about this first episode to our podcast. Um, this is uh, an amazing time for us. We're, uh, we're just now um, re- getting ready to release uh, our, uh, our three different uh, checklists uh, and, uh, and courses and manuals and strategies. We're just really, really excited. It's a, it's a wonderful time for us. And, um, and our team is just ready to, to, to dive in and start helping nonprofits everywhere the way we have for the last 15 years. So I wanted to, uh, to kind of start, kick off this, um, these podcasts with um, this first episode with uh, something that I think is on the mind of a lot of nonprofit organizations. And one of the things we're going to do with these podcasts is we're not going to spend a lot of time uh, going around in circles and kind of baiting people to kind of wait for the right, the real information to hit. <laughs> we're actually I'm going to I'm going to spend my time actually talking about the things that the podcasts are about. And um, and today's episode is going to be about uh, the five most important nonprofit website marketing tactics. These are the five top things that every nonprofit organization needs to be doing right now in order to uh, to maximize the internet uh, to get the message out and promote their organization. Those five things, I'll kind of name them for you real quick and then we'll go over them in detail. Uh, the first one is search engine optimization. That's one of the channels that every nonprofit needs to be aware of. Uh, that is the optimization of your website so that it could be found uh, under the correct terms in uh, in Google and in Bing and in Yahoo. Uh, the second, uh, what I call a channel, is the pay-per-click advertising channel. The third is social media. The fourth is content optimization. And some experts that are going to be listening to this podcast will kind of uh, maybe wince a little bit at that, at calling that a channel. Uh, but I, I think it's something that's so important. We need to kind of look at it as its own uh, method of marketing and its own mechanism for generating, uh, generating leads and traffic. So we can talk a little bit about that in a moment. And then, of course, the fifth is email marketing, which is arguably one of the most important um, things you can do online to get the word out uh, to constituents and uh, donors and supporters and volunteers and members um, and anyone who you really need to get the message out to. So let's go back and let's actually start back at the beginning at uh, search engine optimization. Now, a lot of people know this as SEO, and there's a lot of confusion as to what search engine optimization actually is. Um, so I want to really define it for you. Um, the search engine optimization is making changes to your website, and a lot of times these are iterative changes. So you make small changes, and then you wait and you test, but they're, they're changes that you make to your website in order to try to achieve a higher ranking on a search engine under a specific uh, phrase. Now when I say under, what I mean is people will be typing that phrase in, let's say on Google or at Bing or at Yahoo. Yes, people still use Yahoo. 
um, and your website will come up under that phrase, hopefully um, close to the first page and hopefully high up on the first page. And if you do that, you've successfully optimized your site for placement under that specific phrase. Now, one of the things about SEO and, and SEO is one of those services where everybody's getting phone calls about it. There are people who call you and will pitch you SEO services. Geez, even, even the Yellow Pages now uh, pitches SEO services. Everybody thinks they're an SEO uh, uh, expert. And, um, and the reality of it is that there's very few people who understand long-term SEO strategy. They're really educated about the latest widget or the latest thing or the latest um, uh, change to a search engine that will give you a, a slight temporary advantage. But for those who are really educated in internet marketing um, since the beginning, uh, I've been in the industry here for over 20 years, and, and I've been able to kind of see the evolution of search engines. And here's, here's what you have to understand about search engines. They're trying to impersonate a human being. They're trying to go through billions of, of documents, determine what's relevant to what's being searched, and then they're also taking the documents, comparing them to each other, and figuring out which one is more relevant than the other. And that word that I'm using, relevant, is an important word. That is the new way, the the the, the way that the search engines have been trying to get to for years uh, that they rank websites by. So you're no longer looking at you know how many link backs backlinks you have to your website. You're not looking at how many times you know you're using a certain word or um, or how big the words are. Those things are small factors in a larger equation called relevance. The bottom line is the search engines are trying to impersonate a human being going through these documents and reading them, looking at them, um, figuring out what they're about and what their related terms and primary search terms are for those specific documents, and then returning back a list that is somewhat accurate. And so the, the challenge of search engine optimization is about really making your pages more relevant. Now the good news about it is that that's not very geeky. That's actually a very human thing to be able to do. Look at a document. Is it relevant to the topic? Is it helpful? Is it useful to people? If it is, then chances are it's going to get good search engine ranking. If it's not, then it's not. It's not going to get good search engine ranking. If if you compare your page that's about a specific topic with another page that's about that specific topic on the internet, is your document more relevant or less relevant? And that's a very, like I said, a very human thing that you can judge. Read it. Look at it. Um, take a look at the words that are being used. If you never use a certain a certain term, you're not going to be ranked under it. So, for example, if you're, for example, a pregnancy, uh, a pregnancy crisis center and you never use the word pregnancy test, you're never going to rank under the phrase pregnancy test. If you're, if you're using test for pregnancy or, uh, or pregnancy testing, and, and sure, the search engines do know how to, make a how, to, how to tell the difference and how to find variations of a word, but the reality is, is that you want to look at your document because it's being compared to all the other documents on the internet, you want to make your document as relevant to the term as humanly possible. So 
search engine optimization is really about that. Now there are some also some technical aspects of this. Um, there's trimming down the code, the source code behind the scenes. There's um, there's uh, there is a such thing as keyword saturation, um, and trying to figure out what the right mix of using a word and a phrase um, is uh, in relation to using related phrases, explanation, and words and phrases around the primary search phrase that we're targeting. Again, what we want to do is we want to really uh, create a good argument for Google to say this is a very highly relevant document and it's more relevant than the other documents that we're seeing. Uh, the, the second, uh, second uh, method here that, or channel that we're talking about is pay-per-click advertising. Pay-per-click advertising is uh, essentially paying for placement on the search engine. So what you're doing is you're you're creating a campaign, and inside of that campaign, you're you're putting some ads. Now I'm, I'm simplifying a little bit, but you're putting some ads on, let's say Google or Bing or Facebook. They have a Facebook has a, a very elaborate pay-per-click um, uh, advertising program, and you are paying, you're bidding for position, and that's based on for for the search engines. It's based on keywords and key phrases uh, for Facebook it's based on audience and so uh, what's happening is when you beat other people out and uh, that your your ad shows up and when it shows up uh, you get charged if a person clicks on it now if they just see the ad and don't click on it you don't get charged but if they click on it and actually go to your page then that's when the search engines or Facebook will uh, will charge you this is an extremely uh, important type of advertising because unlike SEO that takes some time to kick in, pay-per-click advertising actually um, allows you to skip the line, if you will, and be on be in the paid section uh, almost instantly. So you can write your ads, you can choose your key phrases, uh, your search phrases and search terms that you want to use, and uh, and you can just hit go, put your payment information in, and your ads will start showing up almost, almost immediately. Um, it's just a wonderful program. It's a wonderful way to get very fast, very quick feedback and very quick uh, traffic to your website without having to wait for search engine optimization to kick in. Now it's important, it does cost you money. Um, you do have to put in some sort of a, uh, of a budget. Um, I always recommend for people to really start with about a $250 budget um, as a minimum. Um, with a $500 budget, you, you know more. Uh, with a $1,000 budget, you'll you'll know more. And in the beginning of advertising, it's going to be some testing. So over the, the first few weeks, you'll be kind of watching what's going on and, and you'll be kind of pruning and fine-tuning your advertising, fine-tuning your keywords, um, really uh, uh, starting to compile your negative keyword list so that uh, the search engines know what not to show your ad uh, under. Uh, but at any rate, you're going to be, you know, really pruning and, and tweaking that campaign until you really start seeing the results you're looking for. Now, pay-per-click is one of those things that can be, it can tend to be a slot machine if you don't know what you're doing. So you want to definitely get alongside someone who can help you um, to to uh, pull those things together. You can give us a call. We, we'd love to work with you and help you to manage your campaign. Um, you can also, there's a number of resources out there and uh, both uh, Bing and uh, Google both have courses that you can take um, to help you to learn 
how to um, how to put together your pay-per-click campaigns and how to manage them properly. Now, for companies like ours and agencies like ours that do this for a living, we do this uh, for you know across you know hundreds and some of us thousands of clients uh, that we manage at the same time. There's a lot of tricks of the trade. There's a lot of techniques that go into pay-per-click management, just as there is for search engine optimization. So uh, there is an advantage to using folks like us, but you can certainly learn it yourself. The third, uh, the third method or channel, as I like to call it, um, is social media. And, and social media has gotten a lot of publicity. It's gotten a lot of attention um, from uh, a lot of um, uh, online marketers. Uh, it's, it seems to be the, uh, the drug of choice for organizations that want to put together a marketing budget. And, um, and one of the things to understand about social media is that its function is very different than search engines. Uh, when someone's looking on a search engine, they're searching for something very specific. If someone's looking uh, for a program to be involved in locally, or they're looking for a church, or maybe they're looking for an agency that can help them with their specific need, um, they're going to a search engine typing that in. With social media, people are doing something a bit unrelated. They're not going to Facebook to look for a specific resource. They're not going to Facebook uh, or Twitter to look for something um, to buy. They're, they're going to the search engines to do that. On social media, they're usually interacting and they're there for the purpose of, well, you know, they're, they're there to, to check their statuses and uh, see what their friends and families are doing and post what they're going to be doing next. And maybe they're going to look, uh, look at that event that they're going to see if they can find the, the directions for an event. A lot of us, you know what, how frustrating it is to go through Facebook and find that the people who scheduled the event didn't put the address on there. Uh, but uh, social media allows you to do those types of things. And in the middle of that, ads appear. And those are known as sponsored posts. Or you can be in the ad section, which is probably kind of the, the area that, that, that isn't as effective as the sponsored posts. Uh, but you're, um, you're able to interrupt that process. And it's important to understand that as a marketing method because you're implementing a different strategy. You're not trying to meet a need at that moment. You're interrupting um, behavior that um, didn't expect you there and you're trying to get their attention. And so the things that work on social media tend to be things that disrupt you, that um, amaze you, that uh, shock you, um, that seem a little bit too good to be true. So you got to kind of click on it and see what else there is to it. Those are the things that, that do well. Now, remember, too, that you're, you're catching people in sometimes a very compromising situation. You're catching them as they're in their bathroom using, using Facebook on their phone. Or you're catching them at a stoplight, unfortunately. Uh, or maybe you're catching them at work in between things. And, and they're going just to check their status or post something really quickly, and they see your ad. If they don't do something right away, they usually can't get to your ad again. So again, the dynamics are very different. It's important to understand social media media and understand that the, the main role of social media, of Facebook pages, of Twitter accounts, of Instagram feeds is to create awareness to really build a brand around your organization. It's to uh, help to establish credibility and presence. Um, sometimes it's also to establish culture and to really tell your story. And, and that has that has some value, but it's very intangible. It's not like search engines where you can say, well, I have this many searches. They searched under this term, and that's how they found me. With social media, there's this very intangible effect, but it's very real. 
Is social media important? Absolutely, it's important for every organization to do. Every nonprofit should be, should have a Facebook page and should be sharing something about what they're doing and something that's of value to their audience. That is definitely something you wanna keep in mind. With social media, you don't always wanna make it about you. You wanna talk about things that people who are within your audience of supporters or members uh, or prospective visitors uh, or volunteers and donors um, really want to know about. So if you're, again, an organization that feeds the homeless, you'll want to post things that address that, that speak to the heart of the people who are who are supporting you because they're interested in the topic of homelessness and the things that, uh, that they can do about the that specific issue. The fourth uh, uh, method or, or channel is called, uh, I call it content or conversion optimization. Now, I, I said a little bit earlier in the episode that some experts may may uh, challenge me on calling that a channel of its own, but the reason that I do is because it does have its own, its own effort, its own kind of vein of thought, um, and its own, uh, for me, a channel of, of, uh, of tasks and uh, deliverables. What conversion or content optimization is, is it's it's the process of taking a look at your content and now having traffic being produced to your site, optimizing it so that people do the things that you want them to do. So uh, search engine optimization is about optimizing your site so that the search engines find you. With content optimization, it's optimizing your site so that when people find you, they respond and they react and they do the things that you want them to do, like fill out a form or sign up for a newsletter or donate some money or become a volunteer or maybe even register for an event. What you'll want to do is analyze the patterns of that the people are following, the, the routes that people are going through your website, the pages that they're visiting, and trying to figure out, are they just leaving? Are they just bouncing? Uh, that's what a bounce rate is um, or, or is related to. Um, you want to figure out what is causing the user to just go away without performing an action so that you can make changes to your pages to help them to do so. And, and one, of the, one of the best things that you can do uh, with conversion optimization is to always analyze your pages uh, against what I call the ADA formula. It's an old formula and, and it's an old advertising formula that works no matter what. Um, ADA stands for, it's, it's I, uh, A-I-D-A. A is for attention, I is for interest, D is for desire, and A is for action. So you want to look at your pages and say, am I provoking, am I, am I demanding attention? Am I, did I create a headline, a compelling, uh, a compelling group of text, a, a beautiful image that really, that really drew the attention of the visitor to the page? Um, did I next, did I engage them, did I create any points of interest uh, that this this visitor would would be would would really be drawn into. Um, the next part is: Am I creating desire? Am I is am I actually giving them something of value, or promising them something of value for in exchange for an action? And then finally, am I asking for that action? There's a lot of pages that I see that nonprofits put up that are very clinical. They're very um, they're very uh, uh, boring. They're very stoic descriptions of what they do, of who they are, and there's really no resolution. You read the page and you don't really know where to go. You either just kind of leave or you click on something else on the menu. Every page of your site should have a route to something else or to do something. 
So that's what conversion optimization is all about. It's about analyzing each page of your site and saying if this was the only page that a person went to before they left your website, is there a way for them to somehow connect and respond or move to a different step of the presentation? Finally, email marketing. Email marketing, I, I left for last, but it's actually really probably your most important type of advertising. You know, there's always these, uh, I always hear people say that email marketing is dead or email is dead and nobody reads emails, yet we spend our day reading exactly that, emails and, and, and trying to declutter our, in, our inboxes. The reality is that email marketing is still a very, very powerful, uh, if not the most powerful type of advertising that you can do because you own the list. You own these relationships. Facebook isn't throttling it. You're not, you know, 5% of your like uh, of your fans aren't seeing your stuff, 100% of your email list subscribers are getting your message. Now, is it going to spam boxes? Are they deleting it? Are they even knowing that it's you? That's a whole nother discussion. But email marketing is your way of having control over marketing, of you making decision the decision as to when your people are gonna get communication from you, what exactly they're seeing, because you get to control the presentation, and then you control the measurement of how successful that is. So it's it's a process that you own. It's a channel that belongs to you, unlike the other methods of marketing that we see available today in modern internet marketing. Um, email marketing is, is tremendously important. Segmenting your list is really the secret to it. You know, if you have a big old list, not sending something to everybody on that list that's exactly the same, but pulling the different types of people out from that list and sending those people the things that are most relevant to them. So volunteers should get volunteer correspondence. Your donors shouldn't get that. Your volunteers should get that. And your volunteers shouldn't get donor correspondence. Your donors should get that. Um, same thing for members and same thing for visitors. If you're, if you're a church or if you're a public organization, um, you want to have your own channels and, and, and maybe you want, might want to divide those out even more. Maybe somebody specifically who came to a specific event um, may get uh, uh, an email, uh, whereas other people won't. So email marketing, very, very important. Um, there's a few things that you know people talk about. We talk about open rates and bounce rates, and uh, we talk about click rates, but the, the reality is the ultimate measurement of your email marketing is your end result. Did people make it to the event? Or did, um, did, were there enough donations that came through? And your analytics, your, your open rates and your bounce rates and all those, those things, they're kind of the explanation as to what could have possibly happened, either wrong or right, that, that caused the end result. So be careful with email marketing not to you know, cheer when you get a high open rate when there have been no donations made through your email um, or nobody signed up for that event that, you act that the email was actually about. Um, open rates at that point don't matter because nobody did what you asked them to do. So always scrutinize your email marketing based on the response that you get and how successful the endeavor was. So that's it. That's our first episode. Um, you know, my final thoughts on this is is that you are is that you have at your disposal five very important uh, marketing channels and tactics. Um, now there's many more 
there's a lot of different s smaller type of strategies like directories and all of that. But these are the big five. Really, before you do anything else, take care of your, your search engine optimization, pay-per-click, take a look at that, your social media, uh, optimizing your content, and um, look at what you're doing with email marketing. You know, most organizations I talk to are not sending emails on a regular basis to their list. Um, and it's staggering because of the fact that that's really the most effective channel that you have. Um, Anyway, so hey, listen, send me some questions. If you have any questions, you can uh, you can go in. We've got a Facebook group that uh, that we've created. It's strictly for nonprofit leaders. There's no advertising in this group. Um, there, it's just leaders sharing uh, advice, and uh, I'm in there on a regular basis uh, answering questions and sharing. Um, you can actually go to uh, to Facebook, and it's called the Nonprofit Leader Insiders uh, Group. Uh, just look for it on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com and search at the toolbar at the top, and it'll be the Nonprofit Leader Insiders. And we've uh, we've already got some folks in there that are pretty lively and, and chatting away. Um, but uh, we'd love to see you there. And uh, you can, like I said, ask me any questions that you have. Now, if you if you want to learn more about us, please take some time and go to nonprofitwebsites.com. We've got some guides. We've got some downloadable materials, some checklists. Um, and of course, we have our services and uh, and a wonderful staff to, uh, waiting to serve you. But I, I really am excited about this first episode. What do you think? You think it was pretty good? Well, listen, go into Facebook. Let us know how we did. And um, if you have any questions, let us know. We're here to serve you anytime. My name is Jose Gomez, CEO of NonprofitWebsites.com and Net Ministry. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Hey, thanks for tuning into today's episode of the Smart Nonprofit Masterclass. It's been a great episode, and I hope that it challenged you in some way and provided you with some tools to build, advance, and market your nonprofit. But before you go on your day, uh, I want to tell you about a free resource. Are you the nonprofit leader who wants to raise money for your cause, get the message out, inspire and engage your board? increase the influence of your organization, maybe you want to attract talented staff and volunteers, or keep your supporters better informed about your wins, maybe you even want to just establish a great reputation in your service area and in your industry, but you find that you lack the funding you need, you don't really know where to go next, maybe you're even scared of running out of money and resources before your mission is successful. Well, we completely understand your fight and how important your mission is to this world. We've worked with over 60,000 nonprofits around the world for the last 15 years, learning about how to build, advance, and market their organizations using the internet. We have a proven success formula that we've put together, and it helps organizations accomplish their mission, get more funding, find the right donors and volunteers, and ultimately get their message out around the world about what they're doing. So they don't have to shut down, suffer from insufficient funding, uh, attract unreliable people, or ultimately fail their mission. We've got a free checklist for each phase of our formula, which we lovingly call BAM, and they're available right now at nonprofitwebsites.com. So go download what thousands of other nonprofits have already started using uh, to become the organization that they've always really strived to be, and it's 100% free, so you can't lose. Anyway, thank you for listening, and have a wonderful rest of your day. See you next time.